What's up, crew? Welcome to another Clover Tech podcast. This one's been scheduled for a while, so hopefully we get some people jump in live, ask some questions, those sorts of things. Uh, while YouTube is doing all of its stuff and sending out notifications, big thank you to those that are in replay, watching, listening, wherever you're at. Remember, there's comments below. So if you want to participate, you can always do that after the fact down there in those comments. Uh, matter of record, we're looking at April 28th. 2021. So um, we're going to jump into this. Going to be screen sharing here a little bit, most likely from WalterArms.com. So pull that up on your own, uh, whether you're live, whether you're in replay. Follow along with us if you want to. But going to welcome uh, Cody from Walter into the house once again. Yeah, um, once again, man. <laughs> how uh, how are things going? Let's start off with some general industry stuff. How are things going on the industry side with you guys? Same as everybody else, honestly, just sold out. You can kind of see the uh, stuff back there. It's pretty empty um, back there. We, we haven't really had many guns to sell. They just kind of come in and go right back out the door. So nothing's right. really sitting on the shelves around here. Um, shipping more than we ever have as a company. But, yeah, it just goes right back out the door. So it's been busy. You know, new product launches. We're still having everything kind of rolling like normal. But, uh, yeah, it's been a busy time around here. Now, how I've talked to several companies with, uh, you know, the ammo shortage and the ammo situation, uh, and that's really tough on them when you're talking about their testing and their R&D and their other stuff. Are y'all mm -hmm. having issues like that, or have y'all got a pretty good stream with uh, we got a pretty good stream. Kind of yeah, we got a pretty good stream from some really good partners of ours. Um, so it, they've, they've came through in the clutch and, and kind of helped us allow that. They, they know, like, it's. We still got to be able to manufacture guns to, so ammo could be shot. So right. it's, uh, it's been a good, good working relationship with a lot of different manufacturers that are, are keeping us pretty, pretty supplied. I mean, it's not like what it used. We don't have stacks of ammo around here, but it comes in pretty regularly just to keep us rolling. So. Yeah. And I would think that, that folks like Walter, you know, people in the industry probably get, uh, you know, if they have those relationships, right, get priority, of course. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't do a whole lot of good to uh, really to have one without the other. You can't have, yep, have exactly. a firearm without ammo, and you can't have ammo without the firearm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's jump. Uh, let's just jump into it. I've actually got a complaint. I'm going to complain about something. Let me get the uh, let me get the screen <laughs> share up here. We're gun people, and, man. That's what we do. I got to. It, it, it's not even. It's not even gun related, right? But I got. You know, I've seen this. I don't remember why I pulled up the pulled up the Walther site. By the way, again, waltherarms.com uh, for those that want to follow along. But um, I pulled it up. I was looking at something. I may have been getting a, a, a picture or something. And I scroll down, and I see this picture right here. For those out there that are in the audio world, uh, this is a sweet jacket. And then I click <laughs> into the store. And it's not in the store. It's like, what's up with this? What's up with? So something's wrong. I'm clicking into the store now. <laughs> and look, it's all yep. t-shirts. There's no, what, what is up with that? Get, get your stuff I straight, suppose. Walter. If you're going to show an awesome lazy. jacket, you're going to show an awesome I'm jacket. On I don't want to take new photography, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like if you're gonna... graphics and photography and ah, man. It gets you to the point, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's like, don't be showing things you can't purchase because that's cool. <laughs> uh, don't think we, sure we find some on eBay. 
<laughs> right? Right. Um, so before we get into the PDP, because that's primarily what I want to what I want to talk about uh, today. Uh, if anybody's interested in any of the other stuff, the PPQs or any of the other stuff, we've had Cody on in the past. Go back, check out those. Uh, I'm sure not much has changed um, with the PPQs, the Q4, uh, the Q5. We may talk about uh, a few extra things, Cody, if you've got time uh, on that stuff, if there's anything we need to bring up. But with the PDP, um, I'm curious what is happening. I've heard various stories what's happening with the ppq line with the introduction of the pdp it is going away so um that's the that's the whole replacement for the ppq is the the new pdp now we'll still keep q5 and q4 series around for a while steel frame and stuff like that so that'll still be rolling but all your like standard pdq models uh pdq m2 and m1s will will be going away so okay gotcha uh so for those out there that are you know a fan of those that's been looking at getting one of those. Now's the time, right? Try to try to try to try to snag one up. Yep. For sure. Um, and with the, like the Q4, Q5, it, and I don't know if this is anything you can talk about. So is potentially if, if the PDP is replacing those with the steel frame stuff, we're eventually going to see the PDP in a, in a steel frame, most likely. Maybe, you know, it's a, We'll watch the the market for steel frame series and make sure it's sure. still doing good and, and all that stuff and a, and a viable auction for us. So, um, right. you know, right now it's been a great pistol. Um, brought a lot of people into into Walther, um, kind of higher end shooters, uh, love SWAT guys. Um, have really love that pistol. So, uh, it's brought some people into it. So it's it's been pretty good. So, well, let's jump into the PDP. I know you got you know limited time here, but one thing. I got a complaint about, I don't want to complain today. Today's the complaining show. Uh, by the way, for those out there that are in the uh, uh, in the live chat, thanks thanks for joining. If you got questions for Cody on stuff, uh, for, you know, for Walter in general, let us know. Um, when I first seen the, the, the PDP, um, and this is totally my opinion. Folks out there are going to agree. Some are going to disagree. I get it. Um, it's ugly. The slide is horrible compared to the PPQ. The PPQ is much sexier than the PDP as far as the slide See, as far as the slide goes. See, I'm the complete opposite, but I'm kind of a util- utilitarian also. I like function, and this is a, a big gun that we're, we're trying to. And it's funny when you look at it because from the front end, it still has the same contour as the, as the PPQ. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing. It was a slide serration, so we built them out, which gave it a little blockier appearance there. But it actually right. has the same contour as the PPQ. Um, but when you got into function of the gun, fit and function of the gun, when sure. you get into the PPQ versus the PDP, slide serrations were kind of barely there on the PDQ, which didn't serve a whole lot of purpose, uh, especially when we had the logo cut out in the middle of the slide serrations. Um, and two, when we started trying to mount an optic to that slide design, as it, it kind of tapered up, when you try to put an optic on top of it, you couldn't quite get enough width on there for your optics mounting screws. Um, so as we start transitioning into the optics, you know, platforms, as we're keep moving ahead into the future here, um, that's just gives us a way better opportunity to mount the, you know, infinite amount of red dots that are out there while still giving some functionality of being able to use those, uh, slide serrations. So, right. um, yeah, you know, it's a, you know, us gun people, we're, we're funny. We worry about looks entirely too much. Um, <laughs> um, Man, it's all personal preference, too, you know, so 
and and it's it, 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 wear the same clothes. Well, and it depends on it depends on a lot on you know you say you're more utilitarian. It depends a lot on what you do. I passed up the the point of utilitarianism long long ago, many many firearms ago. So um, while I'm I'm not picky, I, I I fancy myself more as an opportunistic buyer nowadays. Um, yeah. You know, there are nitpicky little things that it's like I just don't. You know, I'm not saying I wouldn't have a PDP. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, there are, I don't know. I just get, I just get pickier. Now yeah, you mentioned, you uh, well, we had a, we had a comment out there from our and daughters and I think you answered it. So I want to cover it real quick. He says, what are the advantage of the PDP RMR system, uh, over the old PPQ system? And I think you explained it with the, uh, slide dimensions basically, right? Yep. Slide dimensions. We were able to mount it a lot lower in the slide also. Um, so when you pair it up with a little bit of the change of ergonomics, you can pick those dots up a lot faster because people tend to struggle finding the red dot. And it's this hilarious battle. Like when I go out and shoot a dot and I, and I do well, people that don't shoot dots, are like it's a T. But then I ask them why they don't shoot a dot. And they're like, oh, it's too hard to pick up the dot. Right. It cannot be too hard and a T at the same time. You know, it's gotta, gotta be one or the other there. So uh, we want to try to help people pick that dot up a little faster. So they'll, they'll be less hesitant about spending the time in learning a red dot platform. Right. Uh, and then he's got a second part question, totally unrelated. He says, why, why does, why does the PPK 22 uh, come with only one mag? Um, <laughs> um, it's I, all about pricing structure and how it lands in the market. You know, yeah. Unfortunately we have to have to do that. Um, well, it, it's crazy to look at numbers when you do a price increase of literally $19 mm-hmm. and how it affects customers and how they buy. It's nuts. Yeah. I got, I laugh at it every time we see it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a funny deal. Well, but that's only with certain models, right? I mean, the PPQs, the, the PDPs, is there any variant of the PDP that only ships with one magazine? No, no, it's all dependent on where that pistol falls within its specific market. Mm-hmm. So, um, against the other competitors and things like that. Now we are transitioning to make sure everything is included with two or three magazines and multiple magazines and stuff like that. But there's still some lingering stuff from things we've launched in the past that we're still adapting. So problem right. is if we go out there and we drop to, you know, an extra mag or something like that, price is going to dictate that too. So no, absolutely. As the price goes up, you know, less willing to buy. Well, and a lot of people, I don't want to get off, but I mean, since it's a totally different, genre niche of firearm i had a a comment the other day somebody was talking about i don't know if you've seen the new heritage barkeep uh but it's basically one of their rough rider revolvers with like a two and a half inch barrel um and it has the standard grips that a rough rider would have the the normal grips instead of the bird's head and people go why do you not make those with bird heads and and grips and i was talking with them and they got they go well we have those available on the website, the bird head frames and the bird head grips, right? And so we offer the ability for you to do that the same way that obviously you guys have extra mags and other things. It's like we offer that, but we do that to keep the the initial price point. I was looking for that word initial, that mm-hmm. initial price point down, right? Which which makes total sense because not everybody may want that additional stuff and the, and the extra stuff. Right. And, and it's and not, so, it's not about not everybody. It's the absolute majority, you know, it's the, and right. us that are in here and we discuss it and we talk about it. We're, we're a 1%, right. We're, uh-huh. we're, we're very hardcore into it. We care a lot. 
but we're one percent of the people that buy unfortunately you know yeah. and, and that's our big push if you look at the pdp to kind of circle bring this full circle back around and what we're trying to push there is getting more people like you and i and the people that follow you like where we actually care you're getting out and doing more than just pistol work it's not just about the pistol it's about the practice that goes into it the training and all aspects of you know owning a firearm and so that was the big push for us um with the new pdp pistol so right so we've got a, a, a few questions i don't get g23s out there but he says uh are they going to keep the 10 millimeter line I'm not sure what he's talking about with that uh, yeah we don't we've never made a 10 millimeter so <laughs> right i hope we would one day but. <laughs> right yeah that, that <laughs> but, would be yeah. that would be cool i'm all in on that uh, yeah now makojo's asking about the pdp and the 45 acp so are we looking at potentially other calibers down the road in the pdp yeah, maybe down the road. It's all about viability, too. And, and the 45 ACB caliber is just continually taking kind of downhill turns over the last 10 years and, and the, the amount of people that are buying them, basically right. because people are wanting more capacity nowadays. Yeah. Um, that's been yeah. a big push. And the and, and the uh, 10 millimeter would be would be the better option of the two, I would think. Um, yeah, they each have their purposes. There's reasons why both exist, you know. So, not to hate yeah. on the 45 ACP, but the press um, 45 is awesome. You know, that's the best shooting suppressed pistol out there. Is a 45 ACP. So there's some cool, you know, variants this is true. on that stuff. But, right? Yeah. Uh, no, this is totally true. Now, with the uh, with the PDP, the one of the things, other things that I found interesting is I jumped over. You know, when you guys, well. Maybe not when you first released these, but I did jump over and look and the variety of models available too. Mm-hmm. not only have you have that modular capability. We talked about the RMR and the slide cuts and the other things, but uh, grip size versus slide length. You've got all of those combinations going on, right? Yep. And we were, we wanted to make sure all that stuff was available at launch because um, it, yeah, it is. It's so annoying in the industry where people launch a product and you don't see it for like eight months. <laughs> um, so we want to make sure we had a, a lot of options out there um, for the PEP and plenty of inventory out there, too. So we just launched the five inch models to kind of round out the entire thing. Um, and then there's a ton of accessories that launch from a lot of other companies, too, to support the product. So triggers and base pads and uh, op- different optic plates and all kinds of stuff holsters there's tons of holster compatibility out there plus we launched our own holster molds that you can buy so if you want to make your own holster um so yeah yeah so we we tried to make sure like every annoying thing was kind of solved at the time of launch so now are there any are there any bringovers you know with the pdp you know looking very similar honestly to the ppq is there any bringover with the tech that was utilized in that ppq did any of that carry over to the pdp that you know of yeah i mean this is an evolution of the ppq um mm-hmm. so a lot of that technology is as we build if you look at p99 into the ppq into the pdp um you know they're just they're evolutions right and so it still uses the same barrel um as the ppq system does so those are interchangeable a lot of the parts if you notice the slider lace is the same mm-hmm. um a lot of the parts are cross compatible. Now we've upgraded, you know, the trigger and a lot of the components on the inside, but they are cross compatible with the PBQ. So uh, we've made sure that if you have a PBQ, you can have some modularity between the PDP and the PBQ line. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now we've got uh, Astra out there. Is saying, how are you able to get three extra rounds in the PDP? Is the grip bigger? Um, yeah, so the, the PDP full size, so that was a new one for us. We've never had a full size grip before. It's about half inch longer, um, which gives us a, just a, just enough room to, to cram three more rounds in there. So, right. yeah, so that grip is just a tad bit longer. Well, and does it utilize, does the PDP utilize the, because we're talking about the carryover, um, PPQ magazines? It does, yeah. So the compact, any PDP compact and any PPQ will interchange. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing is those mags, those 15-round mags, don't fit in the full size because they're too short. It's they're too like short. The, the 19 to 17 type thing. Right. You know, so, but, you know, backwards compatible, the 18 will fit in everything else. But. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you may have, if you put a, a longer magazine in a shorter PDP, it's going to be sticking out. It may not be aesthetically yeah, pleasing. Yeah, it'll stick but it, out, but it yeah. works. But everything will lock up and feed, assuming it'll physically fit, is, uh, yep. is what you're saying. Um, well, that's cool. That kind of gets into what Astra was talking about. I know that there are, if you need, um, you know, higher capacity magazine extensions, accessories, right? There's a lot mm -hmm. of things out there currently for, for the PPQ. So, uh, you know, you're good to go in the, in the aftermarket world if that's something that you, that you need. Uh, and Artak and Daughters, <laughs> you're a little late, man. I already asked, but he said, will the PPQ mags work in the PDP? So, uh, yeah, that's awesome to, to be able to up that capacity. Um, I like the idea of the, of the, um, of the full size, the full size grip. Um, I don't know from a carry perspective necessarily, but from, uh, from just competition and plinking around and range use and stuff like that, I really like that. And, and um, yeah, it always, you know, it depends, you know, we, I have a lot of guys that are carrying the full size. It's all about holster selection uh -huh. to, you know, and a lot of the, if you're carrying appendix nowadays, you know, a lot of the, the holster selection out there with the wedges True. and wings and stuff like that to keep concealment. Like I carry the PP compact every day, but um, have a lot of guys that usually guys that are a little bigger, <laughs> six foot and over normally. Right. Uh, they're, they're having no issues carrying the full size. Cause like I said, it's only a half inch longer on the grip mm -hmm. um, than the actual uh, compact frame. So, well, I mean, when they're side by side here, it's, it's definitely noticeable. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that if you just had one or the other that was, you know, in the case at, uh, you know, the local gun shop, big box store, whatever, and you picked it up. I don't know that, you know, I don't know you'd be able to tell which was which right off the bat. Yeah, get because them in your hands, is. you can't. Yeah, because we, we talk about, like, the red dot ergonomics part of it. You see that little kicker out at the bottom of the frame there? Mm -hmm. um, that's that's part to create a lot more pinky pressure. So it's about adjusting that grip to fit you better also. Um, so guys with smaller hands like myself, I, I like the compact frame because my pinky just falls perfect onto that kicker, shoves it up, and then creates that pinky pressure to drop the muzzle down to find your knot faster. Right. So when I pick up a full size, I don't quite get down on that kicker as much. Um, so it takes some adjusting for me to come out of the holster faster gotcha. uh, because that's, I'm not utilizing the ergonomics that are built into it. So. Right. Now, scrolling through this, I mean, I see the MSRP at 649 And what's interesting is it's that way on all of them. Yep. Uh, a super annoying thing is going through to people's lineups of, of guns for the same model and charging 100 bucks more for a 5-inch barrel or 150 bucks more because it's optics ready. And no, we, we or make even, sure we didn't or even twenty bucks or forty bucks when you've got, yeah, you know, yeah, you've already got, you've already got. What, well, I'm saying you've got six, like six skews here, right? 
Mm-hmm. So on top of those six SKUs, now you got six different price points and things. Yeah, and exactly. Just for from the bookkeeping side of things alone, that simplifies it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's just easier to tell people, you know. And there's no, there's no. If you make the gun correct, you know, you can fit all that stuff in there and and have it at a six forty nine, just one even price point. Like I said, and not be. We just want to make sure we're trying to make sure we focus. If you notice, tag on it's like our duty to build the best performing firearm. It's your duty to be ready. And mm-hmm. you know, we want to make sure you have all the tools. Like it's it's there. The trigger's phenomenal. The ergonomics are there. The accuracy is phenomenal. Again, you know, the optics mounting system. Like you're not having to pay. When you look at corresponding brands. If you're gonna increase and get the good trigger, and you're gonna get the five inch barrel, and you're gonna get the optics mounting system. There's some brands out there that's fifteen hundred dollars MSRP for a polymer frame gun, <laughs> you know, right. it was just absurd. So when you look at the PDP and what it brings to the table performance wise and with the Walther name and, and the quality behind it, you know, you're getting quite a deal. <laughs> right. Now you've, you've mentioned the trigger a few times. My experience with the PDP versus the PPQ, my, I feel my PPQ has a better trigger. Are you so it's all are you hearing anything one way or the other on that? No, the majority 99% is pushing towards the PDP just because some of the improvements. So what we did was shorten the take up so you have less take up to get to that wall. Mm-hmm. And then we've lightened that take up up. So where the PDP or where the PPQ was is you had a longer take up and it was a little heavier. So once you hit that wall, it wasn't as distinct. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times as you presented out, as you drew from the holster, presented that you know, that pistol out and prep your trigger. A lot of times it's hard to find that wall distinctly. So we made that wall a lot more distinct and a lot more positive. So as we work under speed and a lot of our guys are shooting sub one second from a holster, and a lot of times you want to be able to pull and stop right there if you want to get that accuracy shot, especially for like 25 yards and even longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hit that wall a lot easier, nice tactile break, and then still the, the short reset. So it's all about that kind of first stage and how that wall sits. And two, you know, it's the performance duty pistol. And so this pistol's already going out to law enforcement departments and things like that. So we want to be able to have that really distinct wall and, and know where you're at within a trigger. Yeah. And, you know, you're not used to like trigger control and, and what triggers do. You know, I find it absolutely hilarious. Like when people try to judge a trigger and then they like grab it and then they just like slowly start pulling through it. Mm-hmm. trying to feel and you do not pull a trigger like that right you, you pull the thing out you prep the trigger you get to the wall see where it's at and then you break it you know depends on, depends on, on accuracy shots you know so well yeah and it, it depends a lot i guess on what you're doing whether or not that's a two-stage trigger you know I'm, i've got some competition rifles for example rimfire rifles that you know the trigger break is they're two-stage and the trigger break is measured in in literally um yeah, you know ounces, but right? That, and so I mean, that's you the problem. On it, so. Pistol shooters, they they try to do this precision thing with right. because they're rifle right. shooters, right? right? It's not; they're yeah. defensive pistol shooting things. Yeah. Like you're you're trying to well, put rounds on target quickly. <laughs> and there's and, and there's and there's something to be said too. Our tag and daughters out there says um, the he, he he agrees with me. He thinks the PPQ has the better trigger too. Um, and, and a couple of things with that. First of all. The, the PDP that I was able to shoot, I mean, it might have had 100 rounds to it, where my PPQ's got thousands, right? That mm. makes a difference with parts 
worn in and and everything mm -hmm. else. Oh, yeah, my, my PPQ, my PPQ actually had a little bit of grit in the trigger for maybe the first hundred rounds of it. Um, mm -hmm. So you've got you've got that dynamic at play. The second thing when everybody talks triggers is you're absolutely right. When somebody says this has a good trigger, my mind goes to well, what are you evaluating at on? Because mm -hmm. you've got the pull, you've got the wall, you've got the stop, you've got the break, you've got the reset, you've got the 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 over travel, the pre trip You've got all these aspects, right, of a of a of a mechanical trigger pull, and it's like, yeah. so is there a combination of things? Does do people weigh one thing over the other? People tend to focus on the the break weight, right? Yeah, more than anything they look and they go oh if it's if that triggers above four pounds or whatever you know three pounds i don't want it and it's like well it depends on how everything is leading up to that and after makes a big difference in the performance of that trigger as well yeah a lot of times too this is what we're trying to push is like please get out there and train and this is a problem right. is like we get a lot of people that think they right. know because they, they come from a rifle background or something defensive pistols are completely different Right. And we can get out with these pistols and shoot high 90s on a V8 at 25 yards under 10 seconds all day. You know, no issues whatsoever. <laughs> you know, so the gun's plenty accurate. You know, the trigger's phenomenal. You got right. a pretty good trigger to be able to do that. You know, you're keeping things well, in the tin ring. And, I, uh, and I'm, glad so, you, I'm glad you said that because that's where I was going next. You know, you've got me sitting there saying, I think my PPQ trigger was better than the, than the PDP. Artak and Daughter says the same thing. Um, but when we say this and you were talking about the improvements, right. From the PPQ to the, to the PDP with a trigger, would you agree that regardless one way or another, where you say the PDP over the PPQ or the PPQ over the PDP, when we're talking about a better trigger, that's measured in nanoparticles as far as it being better. Right. It's like, yeah, these we're, not talking, we're not talking, yeah, we're not, we're not talking about a, a you know, yeah, this the PPQ was the best striker fired trigger on the market. Right. And then the PP came out and we made improvements on that. So you know, it's like a yeah, you, you take that trigger and compare it to any anybody else's and yeah, we're phenomenally, but you know, yeah, it's uh, like we well, very minute things that you can't it's, tell. It, it's like I, uh, it's do, like well I'm saying it's like talking about accuracy and going well, you know, my hunting rifle, I can shoot sub MOA groups at a hundred yards. Well. When you've got an eight-inch vital area on that game, animal, well, what difference? Do, I mean, at that point, what does it matter? It, it's nice that it's sub MOA, but being able to call upon really that matter. when you need to, you know, <laughs> right? And that's a lot of right. what we teach because right. with pistols, it's a gas pedal too. You know, because if you're at three yards in a defensive scenario, I don't need to prep the trigger or anything. I need to draw the pistol out and put the rounds very quickly, and I can right. do that without aiming and still keep them softball size. But right. as we start moving backwards and start going and adding distance to that, then as we draw and start prepping the trigger and doing the things of like a more precision style, that's when that stuff comes into play. So you got to be able to do both, you know, and yeah. a lot of people can't make those connections because they haven't gone out and trained and done things like that. It's, it's stand at the range and suit at seven yards and that's right. not where you're going to learn, you know? No, absolutely. I would agree. Uh, now, Artak out there disagreeing with me a little bit since he likes the, the uh, terrain slide serrations. Since you can almost cut somebody with those. Yeah, you could almost uh, <laughs> saw a lemon half, use it as a as almost like a uh, one of those little survival saws almost. Right. I, you know, I don't know. They, they may grow on me, but right now, uh, right now, not yeah. so much. I, Warcry says, uh, whoa, when did this come out? <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, there you go. Go check it out. We're, we're looking, yeah. by the way, WalterArms.com is what we got up looking at. So encourage everybody yeah, to go there and the take video. a look. We did the, the launch video, and it kind of explains the, the around the around the product and, and what we're pushing. Well, and there's tons of videos on the various <laughs> aspects that we've talked about today and everything else there on the uh, on the page on WalterArms.com. So, yeah, if you're following up, definitely go check that out. I know you got to run, Cody. Uh, yeah. Yep. So uh, I do want to to say I appreciate you you dropping in. At least we get about thirty minutes with you anyway. Yeah, um, I appreciate it, man. And my camera is going to decide to act jinky now. It does that sometimes. But um, just curious before we go, one last question that yeah. I have um, is, you know, you shoot competitively. Are you using the PDP now, or are you still using? one of the Q4s or Q5s or something like that. That's why I use the PDP four inch. So over the last year and a half in preparation for this launch, you know, I spent a lot of time. I didn't shoot. I think I might've might shot one competition last year. Right. Well, you also, had some, you also had some family issues happening as well. <laughs> Not so much issues, but good stuff. But yeah, well, yeah no, it, was, born, it was, it so. was good stuff. I didn't want to give away, you know, yeah, talk, yeah, talk yeah, personal no, stuff, good. but just saying you had some things, you had some more important things going on. I spent the majority of my time on ranges with law enforcement, doing law enforcement training and concealed nice. carry training. So the, the majority of my time was all from concealment or from a duty rig, um, just to try to get those aspects in and make sure the product was correct and, and get amongst that crowd. Um, so it's been fun. Actually, the last USPSA competition I shot, I shot from concealment appendix carry, and I probably had one of my better matches I've ever shot. So nice. And that, <laughs> um, and that was with the four inch? Yep, four inch PDP compact. So the compact, four inch uh, compact. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. incredibly versatile guns. So, um, and I have steel frames and comp guns and all kinds of stuff, but I, sure. I still prefer just the, the PDP compact. People talk about, you know, a polymer frame, frame gun being more snappy or anything like that. But if you know the recoil impulse, your brain can't react fast enough. So you yeah. can actually get that thing on. I shoot the same split times with my polymer frame gun as I do my compensated Q5 steel frame. <laughs> no, I agree. And I mean, I mean, even when you're talking about the rifle world, some people are recoil sensitive or even shotgunning world. And if you do things enough, right. Um, you just don't pay attention to that. That just doesn't come into the equation. You're so used to it. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be bruised and yeah, it, you know, you're going to be sore the next day or whatever. You're going to feel it. But at the time, you know, you just, you do it so much that your, your brain just kind of tunes all of that out. And I think it's a similar yeah. A similar situation so we've been looking at walterarms.com again encourage everybody to jump over there we got to get cody out of here uh for now um social media other ways to follow contact you guys ask questions and uh you guys have obviously you've got youtube you've got instagram you've got facebook you guys are everywhere so um everywhere Thanks. Cool, uh, I really appreciate you having me on. And like I said, I'll at me anytime. And uh, hopefully we can get some more time next time. Yeah, you bet. Let me uh, walk right out there. Uh, this is important. I'll, I'll not on yeah. topic, but I'll answer it. He says, anyone know when the Senate's going to vote on constitutional carry that passed the Texas House? Didn't see anything on the date or anything. Um, that is, they're having hearings in a Texas Senate actually tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, keep on top of that. Get those Texas senators called. Let's make that happen. Uh, Cody, again, thanks for uh, joining us. Appreciate it. Uh, For those that were live out there, appreciate the questions. 
uh, and everything. Remember, if you're in replay, yes, this is a short one, I know. But if you're in replay, the comments are down below. You can always uh, participate down there. Uh, Till next time for the Clover Tag Podcast, we are gone. Peace out. All right. Thanks.